it. Alright, y'all. So I don't know how good it's gonna sound. I'm gonna be walking around moving or whatever. So if you hear me, you hear me. Um just listen closely because I'm just gonna be talking. I'm not gonna go back and break things down. You just have to listen to it and um follow along in your own aspect and in your own context. So I've been dealing with a lot of little stuff lately. And when I said I was going to start Dear Speaks, I was like, I'm just going to speak on things that I have thought process on, things that affect my life, things that I feel strongly about, and so on and so forth. So one thing that I feel like is important with all of us is parenting. Um... As you can hear, you can probably hear the little ones in the background, but you don't hear them exactly in the room. Why? Because parenting is a 24 hours a day, seven days a week thing. Can I trust my children? Of course I can. Do I trust that they're going to be able to make proper decisions in their life right now at the age they are? No, I do not. Do I feel like I have to groom them and mold them to get them prepared? For the lifestyle that I want them to live? Yes, I do. It is um important for me to say a few things. One, when I say it is so important, when I say so, so, so important for you to carefully choose the person that you're going to spend the rest of your life with raising children, it is so very important because... One difference in thought process, one um, one thing that you don't agree with could turn everything upside down. Um, one thing I want to say is, as in my parental journey, I have a lot of, um, I wouldn't say control, but a lot of the decisions that are made regarding my children are made by me. Um, did I set it up to be this way? In some ways, yes, and in other ways, no. But you'll get the answer to, to some of these questions that roll up as Dia Speaks goes on. So we're going to start this with everybody who knows me knows how many children I have. And for some of you that may be coming across this podcast who don't know me, I have four children. I have Trinity, I have Zane, I have Xerxes, and I have Autumn. They are still very young, still in need of guidance by parenting, and still um, in need of being shown the way and the direction in which they have to walk because they are still learning the ways of the world. When I was Zane's age, I was maneuvering the world on my own. I was doing a lot of babysitting and stuff like that. Um, I was around family and friends, you know, doing different things, having fun. And um, as I got older, I realized that some of the things that I was involved with at the age my son is now, I shouldn't have really been involved in. Can I blame my parents? Hell no, because at that point in time in life, I was making decisions for myself. I was making them choices. I knew, well, I can't say I knew that it would be big consequences, but I knew that every every action 
has a response. So that means no matter what I'm doing in life, when something comes up, how I respond to it is going to have an outcome. So at 13, 14, when I was partying and running the streets, that's because I made that choice. It, it, it didn't have nothing to do with my mom making that choice or my dad making that choice. That was Empress making that choice. So every choice we make as we are growing into the individuals that we will become, it counts for something in our future. It's, it's something that will be looked at later on down the line. Is everything always great? No. But is everything always bad? I leave that to the person who's asking the question. You got to look within yourself to find out. So back to the conversation of choosing the person that you decide to be with wisely. I'm not going to say I made mistakes. Because living my life is no mistake. There is no mistakes. It's just journeys. I've been on a hell of a journey in the past 13 years. So, we're going to start off with the fact that I'm grown. And I have three men that I'm connected to for the rest of my life. I have four children, three different fathers. Now, this is where it gets interesting. <laughs> because everybody's familial. I say familial, but I like to use the word tribe. Just because in this thing called life, you know what you what you what you attribute, what you are drawn to and what you are not drawn to. Certain things make sense to you and certain things you apply in context to your life. I read something about the word family and I really don't like to use it, so I usually say tribe. Um, sometimes I'll say nation. But right now, for this context of this podcast, I'm going to use the word tribe. So, in my tribe, there are three gentlemen who I have children with. One of which does not ever speak to me again. Um, another one of which I'm very agitated with right now at this point. And another one that I'm in a co-parenting, a healthy co-parenting arrangement with moving forward um, and going into um, making very important choices when it comes to our child. Now, when you speak to adults on a standpoint and you get a response, it tells you where you have to deal with them mentally and where would you have to deal with them then on the physical plane. Name change password. Um, excuse me, but I'm recording, so you just came in the middle of my podcast, and now you're going to be on there telling me something about something that really has nothing to do with what I'm doing. Y'all, this is a part of what being a parent is about. Like, there's never going to be a podcast you're not going to hear one of my children come in and say something. And I live a lifestyle where if I'm in the middle of a podcast, they can come and say, yo, ma, or get in or whatever. Because that is what I'm trying to show you, the perspective of life from a mother and children. Now, back to you coming in here. You came here and tell me about Zane and some password. I really don't care because I'm cleaning my room and I told y'all to clean up too. I'll deal with that once my house is clean. 
Now, when it comes to parenting, there will be times where I just be like, I'm not dealing with it. I'm going to shut out. I'm going to cut off everything. I'm going to just deal with what I'm dealing with, and that's going to be that, right? Then there's times where I start, you know, getting in that mood where I feel some type of way, and I shut everything up. But when it comes to being a mom, that can never happen. You always on 24-8. What some people fail to realize is there's things that parents go through on a consistent basis every single day that unless you live in the home with that child, you will never have to experience. There are 24 hours in a day. 23 of those hours, I'm, I apologize, more than 23 of those hours the whole 24 hours are spent ensuring that your children make it to the next paradigm in life, which is when the sun rises. And then you do it all over again for time and time and time. We have become accustomed to allowing other individuals to interpret the mode of our lives. We get up in the morning, we get our children ready for school, we send them to school. They go to school all day. You don't see them all day. They miss you. And they, then they got to come home and do homework. And you're tired. And they're tired because it's been such a long day. And then by the time everybody winds down, you barely spent like two and a half, three hours with each other. Not mentioning the social media pictures and postings. Not mentioning the time spent with other family members aside from uh, just the parents. Not mentioning different things, activities that the child is involved in. And we look at these as accomplishments. I look at it as time wasters because, yo, to be honest, they grow quick. And a lot of people be like, I don't know where the time went. The time went to you punching that clock every day talking about you need a dollar. Not for nothing. I cannot push my lifestyle on everybody. And I can't say it's always peaches and roses. But, yo, you got to go through the bottom to get to the top. How are you going to make sure you plan accordingly for a child that you barely even know? Like, you don't even realize how much time you spend away from your children until you actually sit back and calculate the amount of time that you're away, per se. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that you shouldn't try to live your best life, but how many people worked their whole life and lived in poverty their whole life? How many people work their whole life to get sick right around time it's time to get retirement? So now they supposed to be up for retirement, but they sitting in the hospital fighting whatever disease that they got due to lack of uh, proper nutrition the entire time. Because if you're working, who's cooking dinner, huh? If you're working, who's guiding them in proper dietary standards? Who's there to say no chips? Who's there to say no candy? Who's there to make smoothies? Certain things require constant hands-on with your children. For example, if you eat a certain lifestyle, your children have to eat more. And in school, when they sit in all those hours a day, they're really not eating more, especially if they have a specific diet. Also, when it comes down to the drinking water and all that other stuff like that, these children are sitting here popping soda drinks, 
eating candy and all that, and they're not getting proper nutrition, they're not getting proper sleep because they're up on the, the devices and stuff like that. And everybody's wondering why the kids don't listen because you train them to listen to other people. I'm going to jump into the fact that this is still on parenting. This is from the perspective of a mother that spends 24 hours a day, seven days a week with her children by choice. And yes, I understand that people say it's good to get away from your children. But yo, when you have the things that's happened to me happen, you don't feel comfortable leaving your children. That's for another post, though. Right now, we're talking about parenting and choosing the proper mate to have children with and why it's so very important. Back to what I was saying. I spend all that time with my children. Now, think about how much time you spend with yours. Can you break down and write a list about every little single thing that agitates your child? Do you know your child's favorite color? A lot of people do, but sometimes you'll be wrong about that. What food do they like? What would they choose? Would they eat the same way that they would eat around you when they're by themselves or with your friends? Would they pick up an apple over a piece of candy? Would they drink water? on a more consistent basis or will they have junk because their friends are having it. These are things that you have to know about your children. Now, when you have a relationship with someone and a child ensues from that relationship, you now have to split decisions with the individual. But when do you step in to say, I'm not splitting a decision? Everybody comes to, everybody's situation matters. It's about the level of maturity on each parent's part. Now, we're gonna get a little personal because that's what Dia speaks is about. With the family, with the family tie with the father of my oldest child. I make all decisions for that child by way of the father. At no point ever have I told him he couldn't have contact with his son. And at no point ever have I ever told his son he couldn't have contact with his dad. I have physical proof of how I handle that relationship. And at the end of the day, I handle that for a specific reason. I'ma go back to 2005, before I had my son. I was a job corps. I don't know if y'all can hear me, but I hope y'all can. Because it's about to get juicy, juicy. So I was in job call or whatever, and there was this one guy who everybody on Zoom, everybody on campus was talking about this guy. And me being the individual I was at the time, I wanted to know who this guy was. Now, I'm gonna get straight to the point. I was dating somebody the father of my two children in the middle, but he left and went to the military. But before he left and went to the military, now this is how I should have known. I had red flags in the beginning, but I really didn't pay attention. I really just let the shit slide. And I really shouldn't have, because I wouldn't be going through half of the stuff I'm going through now. And I, he trusts me. When we get to that part, y'all really gonna understand. But, um, he was messing with his brother's ex-girlfriend when I first went upstate because I left first. Then, after I found out about the brother's ex-girlfriend, I basically was like, all right, cool, I'm just going to, you know, do my thing up here, which I did. I got to know a couple people and ultimately decided that 
I was going to play grown-up games with my son, my 13-year-old son, my now 13-year-old son's father. What do you want? Don't come in here telling me about nobody. Don't come in here complaining. About nothing because I'm in the middle of a podcast. And hey every time y'all open the door, it makes a noise. Hi, podcast. And it all the sound now. So either close the door or get out. Hi, podcast. Bye, podcast. So, at that time, my oldest son father was told about my son through a third party because by the time I found out I was pregnant, I was being a whole bitch to security. I wasn't letting nobody tell me nothing. I was falling asleep in the, um, there was an area where we wasn't supposed to be at. And me being who I was, once I found out I was pregnant with my son, I knew they couldn't do nothing to me. And the most that they were going to do was send me home, right? So, I started doing what I wanted to do. First of all, I was tired. That's how I knew something was up, because I was getting super duper tired all the time. And I was still young, and we used to stay up and, like, party, party. And not party, like, have a, a whole music playing, but I'm talking about stay up, talk to each other, eat food, hang out until real late. So once I started falling asleep, I kind of knew something was up. And then because of how the situation was down, I I made a promise not to put that out there. But if he pissed me off, I'd rather deal with the repercussions in court because you can't be sued for the truth. But um, basically a few weeks later, I found that I was pregnant with my son. Yes, I knew who his father was. There was never no doubt about it because I was only sleeping with one person. And um, I only slept with one person because we wasn't even in a relationship. Like, it was really a one time I got pregnant. That's how my oldest son got here. And um, when my friend went to him, at that time I was 17 years old. So... My friends, I was ratchet, so my friends was ratchet. And when I say I was ratchet, let me clarify what I mean by ratchet. I was loud. I liked to hang out with the boys. No, I wasn't sleeping with all the boys because I've never been that type of person. Um, I like to get, I like to be in the mix. Nobody couldn't say nothing because I always had something to say about it. I was just one of those, I was one of those always in something, always in the middle of something, never starting but always finishing type of person. I was known by all the RAs, I was known by all the security because I like to make my presence known. So when people people know your characteristic and when they... Uh, are around you and they are interact they interact with you they know they can verify if something sounds like your persona or if it doesn't and it's I'm not gonna say it's hard for people to change up who they are but you can change up for who you are but you always gonna be true to yourself so I've always been the type of person that you can like me or you don't I will cater to you as a person because I'm a nice, I'm not a nice individual. I'm a kind individual, very kind-hearted. I like to have people around me feeling happy. I like everybody around me to be on a comfortable level where nobody has to feel uncomfortable. And if things start to feel uncomfortable, I back away. That's the type of person I am. 
So, when it came to Zane's dad, my friends were kind of like me, kind of loud, kind of, you know, oh, you're going to do this, and my friend said this, and my friend said that, but they're relaying messages from across the state because I done been sent home because I didn't know how to act. I was, you know, going through different changes as a young lady that I had never experienced before. So since those experiences were now coming forth, I was learning how to deal with that at 17. I went back home and um, had my friends try to relay a message and it got sent wrong. So since the message got sent wrong, why is God caused? Things got flipped and I ain't seen him for four years. And during those four years, I was with my second baby father. Now this is where we gonna pause that because we are now 21 minutes in and this is a very, very, very important topic, especially when it comes to DSP. Because, again, when I say it's very important to choose who you have children with and have it done wisely, I'm giving you my example, not to scare nobody, but to let you know that this parenting shit get real and you can make one wrong turn and it could be a hell of a ride for 18 years. So... My second baby father, I knew him since I was nine years old. This is not somebody I had just met. This is a guy that the first time I ever had a fight, it was in his hallway over a gift that I got for Christmas from my Uncle Curtis. Some girls in the building, I don't know if they didn't like me or they felt like I was an easy target or because I really didn't come outside, I don't know what the real reason was but again red flags always come up but i don't pay attention when i was about i don't know i want to say like 13 maybe i probably wasn't even that old because i was helping my grandmother with one of my little cousins so I might have been like 13, 14, no more than 15. No more than 15. Probably, I'm probably giving it too much at 15. But anyway, after Christmas, I went and knocked on his door. You know, usually he couldn't come outside. But I thought that was happening from um, having an old protective parent. Like, once I moved, I was living with my grandmother. So once I moved out of her apartment and lived with my mom, I had a little bit more freedom. But... When I was with my grandmother, I didn't really have no friend like that, so it wasn't weird to me that he couldn't come outside and hang out because there was a lot of people who didn't allow their children to hang out in public. But he used to come in the hallway anyway. And when that situation popped off with those girls, he dead closed the door. He dead closed the door and went in the house. I should have known them. But... You don't know what you're looking for. So, I fought these girls, I protected myself, and I went home, and after that, I never 
I hadn't spoken to him for a long time. So, fast forward, I was hanging out in the projects and we started talking or whatever. I told y'all about the job course story. So, I came home pregnant. He was in the military. But, while I was feeling bad, I used to talk to Ty about it all the time. When I was feeling bad, he was out there doing him. He, I used to find little letters all the time. He was writing to these girls, telling them different things. While when he was talking to me, he would say one thing. When he talked to them, he's saying one thing to them. And granted, we was young, but we was young. And the lifestyle we was living wasn't for young people. Now, we gonna move forward. So now, he says, he don't wanna be with me, right? And the mutual friend that we had in common said, you don't have to leave, me and you cool. So, of course, I ain't leave. I was already having a baby. I like my freedom. He was going outside, hanging out all times of day and night. So it really didn't matter because half the time he wasn't there. And when he was there, we spent our time in separate room until one day he's like, all right, I'm not mad. I want to be with you. I, I, I want to raise your son. I like him mom. Now, he, I never told him that my son was there. He knew from day one that my oldest son was his. So did I. But we came to the agreement that he was going to raise my son. And we were going to be together. And that's how we started living our life. His mother didn't like it. I really don't know how his sisters feel. I mean, me and his sisters were cool at one point until things started getting hectic. Um, and yo, the crazy part about it is, things started going left after I had my second ch- my second child. Because, like I said, I gotta get there. So, he did a whole pregnancy with my first son. Yeah, enjoy if you want to. He did a whole pregnancy with my first son. We ain't had no issues. Everything. Copacetic. I have my baby. We still staying at old girl house, but I'm not really staying there no more because once I had my baby shower, I started staying at my grandma's house because one, I was biggie shit pregnant and homegirl had homegirl had already had two kids of her own and she was pregnant and had given birth to twins while I was there. When I was at her house, that's when I first, first, first came in contact with children's services. And to be truthfully honest, 
I didn't really know much about it. Cause I ain't have no children. I didn't know the seriousness of the situation. Like, oh girl had like a a maid coming to the house. All that. So once my son was born, this is right there. I went directly to my grandmother's house, but I took my baby to my grandmother's house. Um, I then went and stayed there for a little while. And then I went to Maryland. For those who don't know, my mom, she's stationed. Well, not stationed, but domiciled in Maryland. So I went out there with my mom. As y'all can see, we getting a little bit into the life of Dia because it made no sense for me to do a podcast if my listeners is not going to know who I am and my backstory. You can't come in and be like, oh, what perspective you got on the world if don't nobody know your story? You can't expect somebody to just listen to what you got to say without telling them what happened. So, y'all just got a sneak peek of what it was the life of Dia since 2005. Next week's podcast is going to continue where we left off. And I'll take any suggestions about the topic of the day, which will be the last few minutes of the podcast where we talk about what exactly was the topic of the day. Today's topic of the day was parenting. Picking the person that you have a child with wisely because your thought process and your actions could really affect your child's life. So this is Dear Speaks. I hope y'all like what y'all hear so far. If you do, make sure you hear next week. And if you don't, forget about it. Peace.